Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh and welcome back to Real Talk on Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM. We hope everybody's Friday night is splendid thus far. Um, now we've come back um, with the recent announcement of the 350 Rand grant. Uh, we want, we thought, you know, what is the Islamic perspective? I've heard something of the Baitul Mal. It's a Baitul Mal, uh, a house of money basically that is there for the community, sort of a socialist thingy, socialist society. But here to speak to us about the Quranic and Islamic perspective on grants is Hafid Ahmad Solomon of the East. I think that was a technical difficulty that we experienced. But yes, like Junaid has said, um, we want to delve into the 350 rand grant and the reinstatement of it. So we want to know, is it allowed? What does Allah say about it in the Quran? You know, what is the sunnah that, um, you know, the prophet in his time and his companions, what have they done? And what do we do now? Because we know we see a lot of people standing on the street and we find a lot of youth are unemployed. And we just want to know, you know, is this the correct thing? Is it okay for us to do that? Or should we be motivated? Should we, you know, want to go out there and, you know, make things happen for ourselves? Yes, definitely. And obviously this isn't a problem that has just arisen recently. I mean, it's been a, been a poverty has been around since you know, the beginning of time, or since society, mm-hmm. since the first society, you know, there's always a hierarchy and that is the test. If you are poor, if you are financially unstable mm-hmm. for, uh, to euphemize it, how is your relationship with Allah? How is your faith in Allah? And if you are rich, that's test. How are you spending your money? Are you spending your money in the way of Allah or are you spending it on on Gatsby's and burgers on a regular basis. Don't make me feel guilty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making myself feel guilty saying that. <laughs> yes, but I think it is an important point that you are making because I always tell myself something I think about that I'd prefer in this life to have a little bit of money to answer for than, you know, lots and lots of cash money in the bank that you are being frugal with. Mm. And because Allah will come back to you and say, you know, Aniko, Junaid, what have you done with all the, the risk that I have put in your path on this dunya? So you have to, you know, realize that it is your responsibility and you have to ensure that the people that are destitute, that are in poverty, that find themselves in need of succor and food and, you know, clothing in this winter times, you know, you have to take upon yourself and make sure that these people are given what they needed. Definitely. I think it's um it's a reflection of the status of the heart. You know, mm. if you see a person homeless in the cold on a cold winter's night, how do you feel? Like ask yourself, how do you feel? Are you sympathetic? Are you empathetic? Or is it just a by the way thing to you because you see it so often? And that is the sad reality of our community. Uh, we are just waiting on Havid Ahmad Solomon. We had him online, but then we encountered a technical uh, glitch. The lights <laughs> went off and I thought Maliku Mot was here to get me. And uh, I was like, no, uh, wait till tomorrow. You should have seen his face. <laughs> he was like, oh my God. Do you remember... Uh, do you remember the the, 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 the the series? There was a movie about Malikul Mot and a guy named Hassan. I never watched it, but everyone I talk to does the same voice that you just did. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's scary. I was 12 years old when I watched it and I still have. You know, the other night, it was like last year and... Um, 
I saw, uh, the lights were off and there was just a, 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 my clothing were on the chair mm-hmm. and I thought it was Malika Mote and I thought yay and I shook but anyway enough of that we have with us on the line Hafid Ahmad Solomon of Isnad Academy to speak to us about the Islamic and the Quranic perspective on grants Assalamu alaikum Hafid Ahmad how are you today? Good, good. That's good to hear. So, Hafid, we have uh, we are a little bit behind schedule, so we're just going to jump straight into it. And I'm going to ask you: According to our Islamic history, was there a time when Muslim leaders would financially assist the most vulnerable in society? Look, Alhamdulillah. You know, you're mentioning uh, you're mentioning uh, the Baitul Mal in the introduction and so on and so forth. Um, you know, and we're a bit pressed for time, but Islam has always, if you look throughout history, um, you know, part of the way uh, our Islam, <clears throat> the way we practice our Islam, the way we deal with our finances, the institution of zakat, and so on and so forth, it's, it's clearly indicative of how there isn't, there isn't instances where you can say, okay, at this point, you know, Islam, yes, there were definitely times where, you know, things uh, stood out amongst the rest, but Mm-hmm. As part of what Nabi Muhammad mm-hmm. and Islam institutionalized is actually that support for those um, you know that are you know the most vulnerable and the most uh, in need of that particular support, and the role that you know the Baitul Mal and the, the financial structures that Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala has put in place as part of not just um, you know like if you look at uh, financial management or just the responsibility tied into wealth and and how we. Um, you know, how it's, it's, it's structured. Um, it's about being that means of support and that means of care. And it's not just about, you know, those who, those who have or sorted out, but it's about, it's, it, it really shows the culture of caring for those who are, who are less fortunate. So definitely throughout history, time and time again, um, you know, Islam, it's not just occasions, but Islam has come to actually do that and be a means of support. Um, you know, within our communities for those who are less fortunate and it facilitates to encourage, not just also encourage and also it facilitates for that of those who have caring for those who don't have and creating that structure for those who do not have so that, you know, we can uh, we can be a means of support and assistance for them. Inshallah. Yeah, so Hafid Ahmed, you know, what ayahs make a difference to, you know, either having a loan or sadaqah in the Qur'an? In terms of loan or sadaqah, subhanAllah, there's so much. One ayah that definitely stands out when it comes to sadaqah, um, you know, just in terms of uh, sadaqah and charity, um, is where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about, and, and, and I think this is important to mention as an encouragement to those out there, because, uh, you know, so we were discussing this 350 rand, you know, the Quran, mm. and you think, like, subhanAllah, what can people really do with 350 rand, you know, mm. in in today's you know, day and age, in cost of living and everything, and you look at things and you think, you know, so uh, we were thinking about, like, and, and I'm glad you mentioned this now because as a means of encouragement, the verse that really stands out is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the, in the Quran that, you know, and he encourages people to give. Mm-hmm. And when he, when he encourages them to give, he says, um, like before this comes to one of you, right? And then he says, فَيَقُولَ رَبِّ لَوْ لَا أَخَرْتَنِي إِلَىٰ أَجْلٍ قَرِيبٍ فَأَصَّدَّقَ وَكُمْ مِنَ الصَّالِحِينَ It's actually mentioned here, Allah shows us that when people leave this world, one of the things that immediately will come to mind 
people who maybe regret the way they leave this world or people who are maybe afraid of what is lying there in the year after or didn't necessarily do things, you know, or live a life that they, that they, you know, are looking forward to the year after. The first thing, one of the first things they say is they say, give me a chance to go back to this dunya. And, if, and imagine you get a chance to go back to this dunya. You're really going to do something that you know is of, you know, of worth a lot to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And what Allah shows us here is that they say, if I get a chance to go back, then I'm going to give a charity. I'm going to, you know, give that sadaqah. So uh, I think now that we're discussing it this evening, I also just need it as a reminder for us to, to, you know, encourage one another to support the less fortunate and those who are struggling and being challenged because it's definitely something that is virtuous and Allah reminds us about it here in the Quran definitely. Amen, amen, inshallah. May Allah open, our, open up our hearts to give and give and, and give. And our pockets, inshallah. <laughs> amen. Amen. Uh, now, Ahmed, uh, for those who are unemployed or struggling financially, which is surprisingly common in South Africa, what inspiration can we draw from the Quran? Ya yeah, subhanallah, I think that, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, always, it's always challenging. I think firstly, um, you know, for all of us that's, that's listening to this, this evening, um, you know, we might be going through our own challenges. Uh, first thing is always to, to you know, I heard this the other day and, and this person was saying, I was watching a YouTube clip and he was saying that, you know, if you're watching this, and no matter what you're going through, you still have the benefit of watching this man. Mm. You still have already, you already gain, you already have something over someone who's not even able to. You know, so we're sitting this evening, and I think the first point is that, uh, you know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala consoles the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in Surah and at the end where he says, وَأَمَّا بِنِعْمَةِ رَبِّكَ فَحَدِّثِ You know, in times like this, it's very important to remember, there's a lot of challenges, there's a lot of, um, you know, problems we're facing as a community, as a society, personally, whatever it may be. What does Allah Ta'ala be Muhammad Speak about the favors of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, you know, I encourage everyone that it looks dark and it looks challenging. Uh, you know, there's still always that much that we can be grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for. Um, so I think firstly, that of gratitude. And then in terms of patience, it's important to remember that Allah says that we're going to be tested. That's part of this dunya. We've been placed here to be tested. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also tells us in the Quran that um, you most definitely, certainly without a doubt, you're going to be tested. Shayin with something. You know, whether it's going to be the loss of um, family, the loss of, you know, close ones, the loss of wealth, um, fear, whatever it is that you're going to be challenged with, you're going to be challenged, you're going to be tested. And I think it's important for us just to remember that that's what it is. It's a test from Allah. And uh, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us to pass this test. And, mm-hmm. you know, I was speaking to someone today and I said, a test is exactly that, man. It's a test. It's a test of character, it's a test of our iman, it's a test of our patience, and, you know, we ask Allah to grant all those being tested ease, and to grant them clarity, and to grant them uh, success through those tests, and, um, you know, really for us as believers, we can be, uh, you know, so blessed to take reminders like this from the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that Allah says this is going to come, but Allah also tells us that, وَلَا الْآخِرَةُ خَيْرٌ لَكَ مِنَ الْأُولَى Allah also tells us, don't worry, that you know, after... Is, is is going to be much better than what we are experiencing in Estonia. So if we take these tests with our heads held high and we maintain a connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in fact we grow that connection with Allah through these tests, then we can inshallah look forward 
to, you know, after this game to be better than what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has uh, put us through in this dunya. Amen, amen. Shukran so much for that enlightening conversation, Havid Ahmad. May Allah grant you all the best in this world and even better in the Akhirah. All of the struggles and we were going through things. May Allah make it easy on them, inshallah. Havid amin, Ahmad, amin. we say shukran so much for having you on tonight. Uh, do enjoy the night and have a blessed weekend, inshallah. Okay, we are going to go for a quick break and when we come back we will do a business profile so stay tuned for that. The Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM Stereo